Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Welcome to Gutter Trash number 121, Space. <laughs> my name is Eric. And uh, my name is Jason. You, uh, you flinched when I did the hello. Are you, is this, uh, should I stop doing the hello that way? Hmm, did I flinch? You kind of flinched. You kind of gave me like, oh, he's doing that shit again. Oh, here he goes. Yeah, kind of. exactly like that face you just made right now. Really? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I didn't mean to. Okay. Maybe subconsciously. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's our thing. It's our thing. I flinch at everything that's our thing. Because uh, all of our things are bad. That's <laughs> true. That's true. I guess we could always... Uh, I brought it up earlier today. We can stop doing the show altogether. Yeah. Uh-huh. I might be perfectly happy with that. I, really? Yeah. Oh. Because, uh, cause again, I'm I'm pretty sure that I am killing our friendship. Really? Oh, yeah. You think? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and there is nothing like a weekend out of town to reinforce <laughs> those ideas. <laughs> oh. We spent some time together. Yes, we did. Oh. No, you're not killing anything. Are you sure? I'm sure. Because yeah. right, I am. Cause I'm you're... pretty sure. You're pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not doing it consciously, yeah. on purpose. Or purposely. Yeah. Right, right. I'm just... Purposefully, uh, I guess would be I'm just... I'm 100% certain that there's going to come a time where you're going to be like, I really don't want to deal with his bullshit today. Oh, should I do it like during an episode? That'd make for a memorable... That would make for a good episode. Yeah. I will grant you that. So, <laughs> if, if you I, could try. If I don't, if I don't only storm out of, you know... The podcast, but out of your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, right, right. right. right on. But like before the break, after the break? Uh, just in the middle of the show. Okay. Uh, maybe during the comic or movie review, because at least, like, you know, like there might be an argument that would spark as the catalyst for, for you leaving. Right, okay. You know? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, just, you're, you're done with my bullshit. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I'll save it up for You leave the Gallagher to my Mark Marin. Did that happen? Yeah, yeah, that happened, right? Because Gallagher thought he was uh, on a different kind of interview show. Uh, basically. He yeah. thought he was just going to... It was like a, a thing where he was just going to get his butt kissed and... Like, you're so great. You've been smashing watermelons for 40 years and it's still funny. Yeah, yeah. But they were like... They called him out on being a racist asshole. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, if... if uh if Gallagher had ever bothered to to listen to an episode of the What the Fuck podcast, mm-hmm. well, first of all, your first clue should be that it's the What the Fuck podcast. Uh. <laughs> Maybe he's thought he's like, yeah, I bet people see me and they go, "What the fuck? This is yeah. awesome." But uh, <clears throat> the the uh, the Mark Maron podcast is is essentially. Uh, uh, where Mark Maron will uh, pretty much. Uh, Metaphorically, open a vein 
Oh, yeah. On, on the podcast. And invite other comedians to do so as well, and often do. What does that mean, open a vein? I don't know that I'm familiar with that term. Basically, just uh, burying the darkest, darkest pits of their souls. Okay. And just talking about, generally, how fucked up their lives are. Uh, how fucked up they behave. How poorly they treat the people in their lives. And how it affects their comedy. Wow. <laughs> so it's, it is a comedy show, then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's all comedians. Wow. <laughs> but, like, just... But they're all fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Even, uh, even, uh, like a Jimmy Pardo or, uh, or a, uh, you know, uh, generally like a, like a Patton Oswalt. Yeah. You know, they, they, they spill some darkness when they've been on there. I mean, you have to, I'd imagine that's oh, yeah. a career where oh, you have yeah. to have a little darkness to, like, put forth that much, like, cause, you know, comedy is kind of like a, it's a stress relief or like a, what's the word I'm looking for? It's some sort of reaction to, uh, right. um, you know, when you see something horrible, you kind of have to laugh. Right, and I bet right. those people, uh, if they do that professionally and there's that much comedy being, you know, just spewing out of them, they have right. to have some darkness inside. Oh, yeah. There's got to be something wrong with you. Mm, yeah. And uh, there's another comedian uh, by the name of Jackie Cation who uh, she will often... Uh, Say that, like, like she talks about Joan Rivers a lot with this. That, uh, you know, Joan Rivers has a hole in her soul that comedy will never fill. <laughs> that, uh, she continuously tries to fill it with comedy. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's too bad for Joan. Oh, yeah. But it benefits but us. Good for us. Yeah. yeah she's yeah. a funny lady. Huh. Well, luckily. Luckily, we're not comedians. No, we are not. We, we occasionally might think we are. <laughs> no, we no. are proven incorrectly every single time <laughs> on a weekly basis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and and while we have our moments of darkness, uh, I don't think we have uh, have the problems that it would take to uh, you know to be a sta- yeah. A- uh, full-time stand-up. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't have any soul holes, I don't believe. I have a few soul holes, but all my soul holes are, uh, uh, self-made. Mm. Like, uh, there's nothing in my life that uh, should cause me as much depression as I have. Mm-hmm. Or, or as much, uh, bitterness and, uh, uh, angst. Yeah. Just... Uh, antisocial feelings. Uh, that I have on a daily basis are all my own fault. I brought them all on myself. I could easily fix it if I just stopped it. Well, there you go. That's a revelation, right? But I can't. Oh, this is not a revelation. I've known this from the get-go. Oh. <laughs> the get-go being, like, years ago? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, let's help you. Help us. We'll, we'll work yeah. on that. Everything that is fucked up in my life is nobody else's fault. It's mine. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well. Interesting. Interesting. So, soul holes, huh? We'll fix soul your, holes. Yeah, we'll fix your soul holes. Well, well the thing is, my soul holes are like soul black holes. Yeah. Because, uh, they suck everyone else into it with me. Ooh, really? Okay. That's why you're gonna get fed up with my bullshit at some point. It's why I don't currently have a girlfriend. Uh, it's why, uh, my best friend and I, uh, parted ways years ago to, to never see each other again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is all my doing. 
Man, you gotta patch the soul holes. Uh, Get some uh, cinnamon uh, dental floss and patch them up. Cinnamon dental floss? Yeah. Really gonna... That's what I always use really? when I'm sewing stuff. I don't floss, but uh, if I do, I'm not gonna use cinnamon that burns. Oh, no, I don't use cinnamon. No, no, no. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Okay. I, I will not use cinnamon dental floss in my mouth, but I use it when I soap, like my. Like the the handle of my backpack is sewn on with cinnamon dental floss. Really? Yeah, it's it's just good and strong, stronger than thread. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Really? No. Huh. It's, it seems like it'd be thicker and coarser than <clears throat> thread. That it would be hard to maneuver when you're trying to sew something. It is a little bit, but it's worth the effort. Because right. I've I've had that same backpack sewn up for years and right. it's never unraveled. And, like, I used to sew holes in my pants all the time. I'm kind of a seamstress. Yeah. Me, me and uh, Brian John Mitchell were talking about this at, yeah. at the show. Um, I learned how to sew from my friend's grandma when I was a kid because I was always sewing, like, patches on my backpacks. And right. my nest having her do it. Right. And, I, and eventually I just had her, like, show me how to sew. And then I learned uh, that dental floss is a good uh, sewing uh, tool. Yeah. Better than thread, I, I would dare say. Huh. Weird. So why cinnamon, though? <clears throat> Um, well, I, well, I started using cinnamon because I, I one time, you know, bought cinnamon dental floss to use because I was like, oh, that, oh, that might be good. Right, yeah. Right. Like, that would be fun. Right. And it was horrible. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll just use it to sew with. And then like, I use like, you know, everything except for like a, a six inch strip of the entire box to sew. Right. And so I just kind of kept, kept that's, it up. That's your thing. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. the cinnamon. It smells good. Well, like your bag smells a little fresh, you know? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. You can do a minty, and then it'll smell minty yeah. fresh. Yeah. I recommended the unwaxed dental floss. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. yeah uh, that was going to be kind of where, where my next question yeah. was going to go. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, even, like, yeah, it's just trying to, like, pull out the floss to, oh, to yeah. floss your teeth with a waxy uh, right. floss is, is like difficult. If, yeah. Like if you just washed your hands because, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, as yeah. one probably does before they stick their fingers right. in their mouth. Or, you know, you're just, your hands are wet anyway. You're right. brushing your teeth, you're washing your face. You, you try know. to get some dental floss wrapped around those right, yeah. fingertips. Yeah. And it, ain't, it ain't working. No. Not going to happen. Welcome to Floss Talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've yeah, I've never sewed anything in my life. Really? Yeah. Uh, I have uh, in the last four days, even. Wow. Oh. Yeah. yeah, this is so, probably something I should learn, I guess, if, if I'm going to It's a handy. Be a recluse. Yeah. It's handy. Yeah. I mean, you, buy, you can buy cheap garments, you know, used things or have hand-me-downs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know. I know Fix that uh, my ex-girlfriend still has pants of mine that uh, had a hole in them, and she was going to sew them for me, and she never got around to them, and then we broke up, and now she still has those pants, and now I'm out of pair of pants. You know what? If she refuses to do it, bring them over some weekend, <laughs> and instead of drawing that, we'll have darning night. I'll, I'll fix them up for you while we watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> I, like, I actually enjoy sewing. It's kind of a meditation, you know, it's, it's relaxing. I used to know how to crochet. Really? Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, when I was like uh, 6 or 7 years old, my mom taught me how to crochet uh a little bit. Like pretty much I could never do a pattern or anything like that. I couldn't uh, make any I couldn't even make like a uh, you know, like a, a scarf, a, a swatch of something or, right. or a scarf, but I could make a pretty damn straight line. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that's all a scarf is is a bunch of straight lines. Well, yeah, yeah but you got to like 
put them together and, and right. you know, make a series of straight lines. But you're a graphic designer. Uh, not when I was six or seven. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. And I'm also not good <coughs> at that. <laughs> I, I bet you could do it now. I don't know <coughs> good. My hands are gigantic now. I don't have oh. uh, fine motor control. No. And they're so uh, warped and carpal tunneled and, and, and just... You know, uh, swollen from arthritis now, from from you know constant drawing, mouse clicking, and uh, knuckle cracking. Yeah. That. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's not a good trifecta. No, no, it's not. Yeah. Well, so uh, I'm pretty sure that this whole daily sketch blog thing that I'm doing is gonna be the last thing I ever do. Really? Yeah. Really? I think uh, I think after the the end of the first year here. That uh, my hands are just going to be so crippled, I won't be able to do anything else. <laughs> but you're still planning on finishing the year, though. Oh yeah, uh, I'll I'll try and like you know maybe with the last storm, like my hands will just like freeze and I won't be able to do anything. Then you can go on disability. Huh? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> like a true American. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope I hope you draw for the next fifty years. Yeah. Well. In fact, I saw a vision of the future recently where you're still old and doing self-portraits. <laughs> yeah, that was only, uh, like, uh, from five years from now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you really... I'm going to age poorly, yeah. is what I'm saying. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you look like you're, like, 80 yeah. in the drone. Well, that's too bad. But, hey, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Or to the worst of us. <laughs> like me. <laughs> oh. Hmm. So you feeling all right? Feeling good? Uh, uh-huh. I'm feeling better. Feeling rested? Uh, no. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Um, I, I slept like six hours last night, but uh, man, I kept passing out at work. Uh, I think the problem there was that it was fucking hot in my office today. And they still have the heat going. Uh, I don't know that anyone in my office had the heat going. But I think, like, the building management had the heat still on. Yeah. Yeah. I could tell ours was clicking on the day, and it was, like, 70 degrees outside. Yeah. But we were too busy to, like, like, I was literally, like, too busy to go turn it off. Right, right. Just with the customers, I was like, man, it's just getting hotter and hotter. Yeah. And then uh, on the way home, uh, there was, like, a typhoon going through Cincinnati. So, like... And, and my air conditioner in my car apparently needs to be, uh, I need to, uh, add some more coolant or whatever. Uh, uh so, uh, you know, I couldn't open the window to get any fresh air, otherwise I would have drowned. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I couldn't even see in front of me. It was raining that bad. Wow. Really? Yeah. It was like it just sprinkled here. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, uh, hell, even by the time I got to 75, you know, which is, 10 miles away from, you know, where I work. Right. You know, it, by that point, like, there was no raining wow. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was like a brief, uh, brief little sprinklage here in Dayton, Ohio. It was like a hurricane in Cincinnati. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 40 minutes away. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it was, I don't know, like, like it was weird because, I would say that that was probably one of the most comfortable hotel beds I've slept in, like, ever. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Over the weekend? Yeah. Yeah. And, and there was, like, 72 pillows on the bed, which oh, is awesome. Oh, there were so many pillows. It was yeah. great. Yeah. 
but there's something about coming home to, you know, my worn-out mattress and my two flat pillows that was just comforting. Not me. <laughs> That's because you're on a couch. Yeah, yeah. I'm still on the couch. I, I, that was the most comfortable bed I've been in in a long time. Yeah. It was a great hotel. Mm-hmm. At least, I may only be saying this simply just because of our last experience at a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's better than, the Ramada in Columbus is better than the, what's it called in Chicago? Uh, Travel Lodge. Travel Lodge, yeah. Yeah. On, uh, what was that street called? Manahai Road. Road. The Ramada on Sinclair Road in Columbus, Ohio was infinitely better. Yes. Classier, cleaner, uh, showers worked, bathrooms were clean, uh, nobody had been sleeping in the beds when we walked in. Right. Uh, apparently at the, the Motel 6 uh, across the road uh, was just as bad. Brian told me that right. when he got there, he had to change the room just twice. Really? Yeah, because they were all fucked up. Right. Why wouldn't he just stay at the Ramada? Uh, it's like, it was like $30 cheaper, I guess, at the Motel 6. You pay for what you get. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Brian John Mitchell. <laughs> you can afford to stay at the Ramada. I don't know. Uh, he, he's a thrifty dude, and that's yeah. uh, why. That's why he's uh, making it happen. He right, cut, he right. cuts some corners and you know skips a meal here and there. You know, he's a he's splurge a, at space. Splurge at space. That should be their. Uh, yeah. That should be their tagline. That yeah. way, people. I mean, you can take it different ways. Yeah. You can spend more. I mean, he doesn't go out and buy any of the comics like that people are selling. I, I saw him buy a couple. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, still, you know. You know, uh, space. Yeah. Yeah. I like that splurging space. Yeah. He can, uh, make up for it by the, you know, his next music tour, sleeping on a couple extra people's floors. Yeah. You know? That's true. Splurge we'll space. We'll let him sleep on ours. Yeah. I'll let him sleep on mine. Yeah. I'll let him sleep on my mom's couch with me. There you go. Uh, yeah, if he ever comes to Dayton, he can, uh, like, if you're, if you've moved in with Kathleen at that time, he can stay with your mom. Yeah. Yeah. She'll yeah. have a couch for him. Yeah. Because he can't stay here. Yeah. No. 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 That's no. not happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that goes for anybody. Yeah? Yeah. Any traveling, road-weary friends of yours? Anybody. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, like, even if, uh, like, if you're just hanging out for drawing night and, like, I mean, for some reason you're drunk off your ass, um, I'll drive you home. Yeah. Rather than let you sleep here. Would you drive Brian and John Mitchell home? I would uh, drive him to your mom's uh, house. Okay. As I say, because Raleigh, North Carolina, is a little yeah, further yeah, I'm than not, I'm not doing my mom's. My mom's is about a mile, a mile and a quarter away from here. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, yeah, I'm not driving past Cincinnati anytime soon. I don't blame you. It's as far south as I go. Far north as I go is Fairborn. Really? Yeah. That's your, uh, that's your bubble. Yep. Okay. As far east as I go, Xenia. I thought it was Chicago. That's, that's west. west. Okay. As far west as I'd go, uh, is, uh, Salem. Salem. Salem Avenue. Oh. I was say Massachusetts. That's east. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're done with Chicago? No, I'll still go to Chicago. Okay. I'm talking about me driving. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is as far in those directions as I myself would personally drive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
It's good to have a bubble. Yeah. It's good to have a comfort zone. Yeah. Now, anybody else wants to drive, oh, go anywhere you want. Florida. Alaska. Really? You go to Whatever. You go to Florida, huh? Oh, yeah. I got family down there. Yeah. Okay. I don't particularly want to see them, but I have family down there. <laughs> I don't particularly want to spend any time in Florida either. Yeah, that's kind of. I would go if somebody else drives. Hmm. See a little beach, little uh, Disney World, yeah. Disneyland, whichever. Nope. I don't know which one. Couldn't pay me enough to uh, to go do any of the Disney's. Really? Yeah. I think me and Kathleen are going to go. Good luck. No. Yeah. We'll probably go in an off season, like yeah. when it's chilly, maybe. Right. Um, cut down on the on the kids' cost. Yeah. Right. And yeah. The kids. Yeah. Things yeah. are cheaper. Yeah. I bet you. You two will be miserable. Hmm. Well, I hope not. I hope not. I'm not either. Because, oh. uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That seems too touristy for you. Yeah. 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 Like, like even if you go in the off season, that's. Uh, I, I don't. I don't imagine Jason in Florida. I, yeah, Florida is my least favorite state I've ever been to. Um, I don't really mind touristy stuff. I just don't like the crowds of people that are associated with touristy stuff. Right. Like, which I, then by default you are associated with because you're there. Well, no, I, no, it's not like, oh, I can't believe those people came here. It's like I just don't like being in a place where, you know, it is touristy because there's so many people. Right. Like it's I don't care where it is or what it is. You go to Toronto though. Yeah, but uh, there's not... touristy. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just don't like being on a big crowd of people, though. Like, they're all spread out. They're spread out all over the city there. But I love Toronto. I'd move there in a heartbeat if I could. See ya. (laughs) All right. You heard it here for us. End of the show. Yep. You're moving to Toronto. I wish. I totally wish. No... I'm going to stay right here because every year I get to go to space. Yeah. Right. I'm going to stay right here because I'm broke and alone. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll die here probably within the next couple of years. <laughs> but in those next couple of years, I may go to space again. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because you had a good time? No. No? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, I had a good time. Uh, not at space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everything, everything afterwards. Everything other than the show was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if, uh, you know, Pat, Brian, you know, other dudes I don't know. Steve's. I guess. That's yeah. their names. Sure. Uh, if they all want to hang out in Kettering and stay with you. <laughs> and my mom. And your mom. Then uh, I'm sure it would be just as fun as I had uh, up there. No. Yeah. But I could do it without the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I had fun. It was a good time. Yeah. That that space. I love that space. I love that whole thing. I'm uh. This may be part of my whole anti-comic uh, slant that I've been having lately. But, uh, like, like, space really got on my nerves this year. Oh, yeah? Uh, just as far as, uh, the type of books that people put out that are available there, and the type of people who put out books that are available there. 
It's it's a pretty eclectic crowd for sure. Uh, narrowly eclectic. Yeah. Narrowly eclectic. Like we were uh, talking. We we talked about this yesterday. Yeah. There's like three, maybe four types of books that you find at space. Right. Let's run through this. Okay. Uh, there's uh, this is the book like uh, our friend Pat does. Mm-hmm. Which are very artsy kind of books, uh, almost experimental. A lot of like id release, not yeah, abstract kind of. Like there, there's not so much story in them as they are just uh, you're, you're just putting something down on the page, maybe trying new techniques. Like I know, like Pat was experimenting with like silk screening stuff mm-hmm. you know, like recently, and you know, design and, and stuff like that, and yeah, like a bunch of. Like, like if you ever go to his uh, daily sketch blog mm-hmm. at pbkane.com, uh, like, like almost every one of his entries there is like a panel from one of his comics. Yeah, yeah. This is not necessarily a flow to it or anything like that. Like, occasionally, like he he does have something, but you know, it's really just him exploding his brain onto a page. <laughs> right, right. And with his stuff, it's good. Mm-hmm. And with other people's stuff. Sometimes it's not good. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the whole spectrum. Yeah. I've, I've no, there's usually only two ends. There's no spectrum. <laughs> or, they're they're right next to each other. <laughs> there's the good stuff that like Pat does. Yeah. And then there's the other stuff right. which isn't good. Yeah. There's no in between. It's a no. small spectrum, but you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like like uh, his stuff reminds me Pat Pat Pbkane Google him Google Pbkane Pbkane dot com or P-B-Kane. yeah apparently if you Google him uh, it's the first and he pops up there yeah. yeah like uh, Mark Bell and Peter Thompson and some of those guys are like clearly influenced on him and right. and those guys I love like you know as much as I do Pbkane right. and uh and yeah they're, they're great and like you said it's just very experimental and you kind of get lost in it and you're just like looking at a page like wow that's weird and like right. what's he thinking like what does this mean this is fun this is crazy and then there's like the ones that are just kind of like they looks like they were just sniffing glue for a weekend and then right. they came out of the haze and this paper was in their hand with a drawing on it and they're like whoa this is weird i guess i'll print it i sort of compare that to like they're, they're the tim and eric of comics oh yeah yeah, yeah. there's there's some of that out there yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's one of the genres. That's one of the genres. Which, yeah. yeah, and even you've done something like that, like oh, with yeah. your your idiot box, idiot's yeah. box book, mm-hmm. and just like your sketches that you do are sort of like that. Right. Oh yeah, it's fun. Which, which you know, uh, like like I spent the weekend pretty much trying to figure out uh, like how you guys do that. Uh, you were getting. I, I think you were getting it. Like you, I saw that one guy with the, like the long arms and no. Legs and like, yeah, I still felt forced. No, I, mean, I was forcing myself to do something weird, and mm. you know, I don't know. Like, I it's just a part of my brain I can't seem to tap into. Okay, at least not now. At this point. some acupuncture, maybe that'll yeah, or some acid, or some acid, maybe yeah. some mushrooms. Uh, maybe I just give up. No, yeah. <laughs> always an option. No, <laughs> it's always there. Yeah, that's why you keep the revolver loaded in your in your lab drawer. <laughs> Then uh, there's also the the, um, I guess you can almost consider like autobiographical stuff, like its own genre of st- books that are there. Right. You know, just little, like I don't know. Would you lump anything else in with that? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean that's it's kind of a range because a lot of that stuff's real serious and a lot of it's real funny. But 
to me, it is all the same genre because it's just people, you know, like expressing their life, you know, like, like, you know, it's usually people that have trouble maybe, uh, you know, relating to others or like, you know, talking about themselves or whatever. And like, they put out these pieces of themselves and, and, you know, and like, like I've always said, I, maybe I'm a little voyeuristic. I love reading stuff like that where people right. are like, here's what I do and when no one's around or here's what I think about and like, yeah, I think that is kind of a genre to itself because you can just kind of tap into see what someone thinks of themselves and how they view the world. And, right. and I, I think that's a, a genre all, all its own. And usually those run like, you know, I would say the majority of them there, like at space, are all mini comics. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, the, the autobio stuff. You know, yeah, like you said, it's some of them are, can be, you know, pretty funny and some of them can be like pretty serious. And, and then some of them are just awful boring crap yeah. yeah i i tend to think the ones that are a little more boring are the ones that are about Too serious well i or... i don't even mind that i it, it seems like and like and this is just from like the ones i've read i've you know probably read a lot of them and it seems like the ones that i'm like eh, that wasn't that interesting are or maybe like maybe they're just too similar to each other are the ones that are about making many comics because there's a lot of those about that like they'll be like what am I gonna do you know it's like about the whole process and it's like I know that's a big part of your life if you do uh make autobio comics right. like you think about it a lot and you're drawing what you think about right, right but like that's the one thing that I wish people would draw a little less about right I think it would make it more interesting. It's like when we watched uh, the movie CQ for the show, you know, like, uh, I think I made the declaration that I'm done watching movies about people making movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, very similar in that. Uh, well, see, I like that whole, like, the meta, the brick in the fourth wall, and, like, things about the, the things that they are, you know? Right. But for some reason, in, in comics, that's, that's the one thing that, it just seems a little boring, like a little... Right. Well, like I guess it, with a movie, like, you know, at least, like, there's there's the actual motion, and, like, maybe they can make it visually interesting, but there's only so many ways you can draw somebody you know, sitting at a table thinking about drawing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, the first couple times I saw it, like, I remember, you know, when I was, like, 15 or something, I read Peep Show by Joe Matton. Right. Like, he's talking about making comics. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Right. But after you've read, like, a dozen of those, you're like... Okay, yeah, I'd rather, re- you know, read, a- I'd rather read about you going to the grocery or getting an oil right, change right. or having an argument with your neighbor than, than any of that, any of that stuff. I like, uh, you know, like, barely related, but like, uh, the, uh, Steve Siegel, uh, Teddy Christensen, It's a Bird. Oh, book. yeah, that's great. You know, that was a graphic novel about him making comics. Yeah. But, you know, it was also, about him making a Superman comic. Yeah. It also was autobiographical, but not necessarily about that. Well, yeah, I mean, that was like a different take on it. And, and that, that's, that's a good point, too, because I'm sure I could read a dozen comics about making comics. Right. That if they had their own angle at right, it, right. like it would be interesting. But I've read, I'd say at least five or six where, you know, it, it just seems like it's the same exact story as right. each other. Well, uh, like, like if, especially if it's autobiographical books, they're probably all about, you know, kinkos and yeah, stapling and, at your house. Yeah, if every, if every single one of them is doing, you know, that type of thing, right? And the fact that that's something that you do, all right? You know, you know that already. Right. You know all the stuff that is going on anyway, and you know, 
it can't be that interesting yeah. if it's something that you're experiencing all the time too. Especially if you've well, run it over and over again. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm sure like the first one you're like, Hey, I totally relate to this. Yeah, exactly. And the second one is like, I relate to this. And the third one is like, this again? <laughs> well, it's weird because I mean like, I mean obviously I tie my shoes every day too, but right. when I read a comic where a guy's tying his shoes and he's like thinking about it, uh, it's not as mundane because I think it's because the voyeuristic part of me doesn't even think about them being a comic artist. It's just like that's something that sort of takes me out of it mm-hmm. when I'm like, oh yeah, they're making a comic about making comics. I just like it whenever it's just like you're peering into this person's normal life and you don't, you, you know, and it's not about the comics. It's about whatever they just right, right. normally do every day. And I think, I think that's a lot more interesting. Right. And, and in the defense of the people at space, I don't think I saw a single one this year about, you know, like I'm a comics artist and right, I'm making right, right. comics and like, you know, the autobio stuff I saw was more, <clears throat> more just about. Monday. Yeah. Everyday life. Right? Yeah, slice of life. Right. Not, not, not necessarily mundane. Like, I don't want to paint it like, well, no, but, they're all, but, but you know, I, just, yeah, just, yeah, basic human, yeah. uh, human existence. Yeah. There we go. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. What so else? that's two genres. So that's two genres. Then there's the, uh, I think I'll put Nate Powell into this category. Which, uh, is, is fiction, mm-hmm. but, but, uh, usually dramatic, sometimes fantastical. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's maybe somewhere in between the other two genres. Yeah. 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 Uh, where, where the focus is on storytelling and, and, and having something to say, but not necessarily about himself. You know, he, he's come up with a, 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 a plot or a story. A vehicle to kind of look at life for, right, right, or experiences yeah. he's had and, right. Turn it into a narrative. Yeah. Uh, you know, look like, uh, like an indie movie of any kind. Right. Yeah. Like a, like a Wes Anderson film. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, sometimes those can run the gamut from, you know, straight up, you know, just human drama to something really fucked up is happening. And, you know, like, like, by fucked up, I mean, like, fantastical kind of. Like, uh, something labyrinthy. Something that could happen in our reality. Right, right. Uh, but, uh, I would say there's very little of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the smallest yeah. s- section. And, but yeah, Nate Powell is a perfect example of that. He's yeah. just, yeah, like, yeah, impressive kind of storytelling and right, artwork right. both. And then the last category, which is probably the biggest one. Yeah. Is the, uh, Man, I really wish I was mainstream, but nobody wants it. <laughs> yeah, there's this is your your zombie ninjas and your Viking cowboys and your yeah. scantily clad gothy sluts. There's a lot of scantily clad ladies, yeah. Yeah. These are your uh I'm stuck in image nineteen ninety two mode and can't get out of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like and you know, and I, I realize like there's a whole genre of comics that I, I mean there's a lot of things that are definitely quality items that I just don't read because I, I don't have an interest in it. Right. But it seems like yeah, it's like you said, they're like stuck somehow like in in something that they, it's like it's not like they're even putting anything on the page that they really care about or they're connected to. It's like right. they're just like, Oh, I've seen this done a, a pirate comic, right, I'm gonna right, draw right. a pirate comic and and it, yeah, it's like you said, it always falls flat because they're not really into it. Right. 
Or they are into it, but, you know, they're just regurgitating, you know, everything else they've ever read, you Mm -hmm. know. Uh, You know, they they think they maybe have a unique take on, you know, something, but it it really isn't. I don't want to judge them too harshly, though, because, I mean, some of them might just, they haven't found it yet. Right. Like they're struggling or, you know. Yeah, yeah, anyone could, something could happen to them and all of a sudden they just... They get something. it. Like they right, get yeah. it. They're like, "Oh, I know. Here's what I was doing wrong." Right, right. But but it's like, it seems like something that, um, you know, like they've got the posters, they've got the shirts. Right. So it's like they think it's refined perfectly, and yeah. this is the way, you know. The, uh, the, uh, <laughs> they usually are the people with like the backdrops and like the banners and yeah, right. yeah. Uh, like they've they've spent a lot on printing the covers and and. Uh, but, but, uh, I posted a, the, the thing jarring on my blog, uh, like a month ago, which, uh, I did like a new one, but then like included with it, I posted some, <laughs> like a piece that oh, I found yeah. from like, uh, like 15 years ago. Right. And, and it was just uh, something that I inked myself, like someone else drew it. But like when I inked it, I thought I was fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, like, seriously, like, I was 15, 16 years old or whatever, and, you know, I inked that thing, and I Literally. fucking hand-lettered it, and I was just like, why isn't Marvel or DC just hiring me? Yeah. Like, right now. Where are they? Exactly. You know, and, and like, I'm a fucking moron, because <laughs> I wasn't good. Oh. You know, I, I you look at that piece now, 17 years later, it's like... You're terrible. Why did you ever think that that at that point in time that, you know, you were going to be snatched up by the majors? Right. And and it's sort of that mentality. Like, they're doing it, and they're like, this is awesome! My vampire ninja chick. Yeah. (laughs) Comic. You know. Well, you know, but, I mean, if it, what, what if, you know, like, what if the level of success, the level of success that they're getting at the small places, um, you know, maybe, maybe it's gonna inspire them and like they will become the next, uh, you know, like Brian Hitch or whatever. Right. But, you know, there's also the, the bigger risk, I think, of experiencing success at this level is only going to make them say, well, I'll just keep cranking out this exact level. Yeah. It's kind of stagnant. Yeah, you know, I'm successful. Yeah, it yeah. might it might just kind of stagnate their uh, right. their growing as an artist or yeah. whatever. I don't know. And I think that happened with a lot of huge stars from the '90s too. Like, uh, like I, you know, I've always been one to to try to defend Rob Liefeld, mm-hmm. and I will totally say that that happened to him. He hit major success in like you know the early '90s when he was still a growing yeah. as a, as an artist. And it was just like, the kids love this. I'm a fucking millionaire. I'm 22 years old. Yeah. I better keep doing it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but I mean, I, I, yeah. (sighs) Yeah, I feel bad because I don't want to sound, you know, like, like I I don't appreciate what they're doing. But yeah, there's like this whole, uh, this whole section of stuff that I'm just like, it's just, I don't know, it's like off-putting somehow. Right. Because it's, uh, it doesn't seem genuine to me for some right. reason. Like, 
it just seems like a lot of those people are, are doing doing stuff that they think is going to be it's going to hit a market queue or something, right. and, or they've like you said they've seen it done by people that they know are successful professionals. Right. But it, yeah, it just doesn't seem like you know it's what they sh- what they really have their heart into. So see again, I, I think that they do. I, I just mm-hmm. think that they're immature. Yeah. They haven't broken out of the the, the idea that, uh, you know, there are other types of comics out there that can be done. Mm-hmm. You, know, and, you know, I love superheroes as oh, much yeah. as anyone else. And, you know, I'm but, sure there can be a good, I mean, oh, yeah. vampire chick ninja comic. I'm yeah. sure there is. Yeah. You know, there, there has to be. I mean, Vampirilla was probably really good in the 70s and yeah. maybe occasionally in the 90s. I, I would know. say it was Grant Morrison wrote it for a while. Those were bad. I read those. Yeah, those yeah. Kind of bad. Uh, but they were also better than some of the other ones. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Comparatively, they yeah. are amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's just. Oh, it's like oh, Eric Powell doing a uh, razor. That's what that is. There you go. That he did, he hadn't found his niche yet. Right. He was like, oh, this is a thing that's going on and people love it. And I bet he was at shows like Space with his razor backdrops. You well, know? Uh, he didn't make razor though. Right. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, he didn't like create he, it. He, he was just a hired artist. Yeah. And I'm sure that, you know, with that thing, it was like, oh, man, someone is going to pay me to do this? Yeah. Fuck yeah, Razor it Yeah, up. you're right. He didn't invent Razor. Yeah. But, okay, bad analogy. Yeah. But, you know, you know, if it'd be a better analogy if the guy who actually created Razor went on to do something awesome later. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Like, uh, like if he did an mysterious polyp kind of thing. Right, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I don't think that ever happened. No. <laughs> I'm not even sure who... It, it's a close analogy. Okay. Uh, like, I think you were on the right track. Right. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I just think if everybody that, you know, that isn't uh, making something, you know, just puts out what... Something that they would want to read and something right. that expresses, like, what they need to express, then right. no matter what genre it is, it'll be a quality piece right. of work. But the thing is, like... Again, you know, I think personally that those guys, the, those people who are putting out those books at this show, that is what they're into. That is what they want to be putting out. Okay. Like, I just don't think they have the depth or maturity. Or to, an editor. To, or an editor yeah. to, uh, to have anything beyond that at this point. Right. Yeah. You know? And again, you know, that's also. Like, that's painting them in a bad light, but that's also painting the other things that we talked about in too good of a light, too. Yeah, yeah. Because there's equal amounts of of the people doing the other stuff that are not good, either. Yeah, there's good and bad. I mean, I just think, like, even no matter how bad it is, like, even the ones that I'm like, ooh, I I would never want to read that. Right. Like, it's still, like, seriously, like, I'm not just saying this, it really excites me to look around and seeing that many people that are... Doing what they love to do, and they're probably right. not making any money doing it. Oh, I don't. There's very few people that are making I, money. I bet here. there. I bet there's maybe five people out of the like 200 that right. make money off their comics. Yeah. You know? And uh, and that is exciting to me to see people that are they they spend that much time doing something because I mean you know it takes like what a hundred times as long to draw a comic than it does to read a comic. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they spend that much time and, and effort on something. So I mean. It's just exciting to me to see that that much uh, creativity and love for this whole genre in one room. Right. It really does invigorate me. Even if some of it's bad. Yeah. And also, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that there's probably a bunch of people there, too, that 
don't give a shit either. About about what they're doing. They're, really? they're, they're just like, yeah, my friends are doing this. I'll do one too. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a few of that. Yeah. You know, like ah, uh, I've I've read a couple like that where, um, like not lately, but I remember when I used to just like just shop at Space. I bought a couple of books by people that were sharing a table with one of their buddies. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this is the first comic I ever made. I just, you know, my friend does a bunch of them, so I made one. Yeah. And like, I remember one of them. It was awesome. I loved it. I mean, like, it was kind of real. You know, like artwork wasn't that great, but it was like a really interesting story. And, and, uh, you know, the guy's like first name is in there or something. It's like by, by Tim. And, and, you know, and there's like no contact information. There's no, you know, nothing. I was like, wow, this was really good. I'd, I'd love to write, you know, Tim and be like, Hey, do some more comics. But, but he just probably did that one that weekend and that was it. You know, and now he, you know, works at a furniture store and you know, no one will ever know that he has a talent. I don't know. So it's kind of that's that's what's exciting to me about right. something like that. Uh, unfortunately, I'm so cynical that like when I'm I'm walking around that place, there's nothing really that appealed to me. There's so much of it that there's nothing that's standing out. Yeah, you know, like like the, the guys with the banners, you know, like there's they all look the same. They're all colorful and they're all distracting. The banners kind of I should kind of yeah. scare me away. They really do. And then, you know, then there's the wave after wave of, you know, Kinko, you know, cardstock colored covers with black printing on them that, you know, that's all blending together. You know, there's very, very little that that stands out uh, when you're walking around the show. Uh, And some of the stuff that stands out is probably just not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of lost gems in a, in a room like that. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there was a ton of stuff in there that I, was probably really awesome, mm-hmm. and it just got lost. And yeah. Like, you know, like, like, but I walked away just sort of like, yeah, I didn't get really anything for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I bought a Nate Powell book. You know, uh, I bought a couple gifts for friends. Uh, yeah, one well, of my friends wanted me to pick up some stuff for her, and... Look, there was some stuff that I'm pretty sure appeals to her, and it's stuff that I probably would never read on my own. And mm-hmm. I flipped through it, and it didn't appeal to me whatsoever. But you know, I I spent like I added it up actually last night. Um, I I think I made about thirty. So no, I, okay, I made close to fifty bucks um, of stuff I sold. And I spent like sixty five on right, right. on stuff, like not counting you know, like the price of the table or the motel right, or right. just like I bought like about sixty five dollars worth of worth of comics, yeah. and I've only read maybe a dozen of them so far, yeah. but I'd say so far, like I'd say eighty percent of them are were really good. I was right. I was really happy. You're also really forgiving. <laughs> you're you're. You're not the kind of guy that willingly will uh, dislike something. Uh, there's a I've I've read a couple there that I disliked that I bought, and like usually what I do when I dislike them, I just take them to Mavericks and put them in our mini comic right, box right, because right. I figure somebody might might like it, you know. Right. But nobody's ever not at Mavericks. Yeah. Nobody buys mini comics at Mavericks. No, but uh, no, but but you are a lot less. Uh, like in general, like like even when we're doing stuff for the show, like like you're you're more willing to accept a lot of bad uh, stuff oh. in comics than than I would be. Oh. Yeah, you know, to to look at it positively. 
like, you know, no matter what. I, th- I think I just... And I think that your, your general sort of, uh, yay space kind of yeah. mentality is really pushing that too. Yeah. So I think if it's truly, truly awful that you don't like it and you're, you're giving it away at Mavericks, then, then, then <laughs> it, it must, must be, right? be incredibly yeah. bad. <laughs> uh, oh, and, and not to say that anything, like if you, if you, like, if you're ever in Mavericks and you see your mini comic there, no, I, you, I have I have ordered books oh, yeah, just yeah, for this yeah, mini comic yeah, box, yeah. so it's not all like it's not all your rejects, my dregs, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I specifically do order stuff for like buy extras or whatever, right. but but uh, no, I no, I know what you mean. Like like I said before, I think I think I appreciate uh um like even some of the ones that I I love that I read like last night, right. if they were like. And, and this is, this is not a good thing. I'm not saying like this is the way it should be, but, um, some of these I love simply because they are something that somebody just made themselves and put right. out. Like if they were published by Oni or Dark Horse or some, you know, or Image, I might like glance at it and be like, oh, that's neat. Yeah. And I would never think twice about looking at it. But like the fact that someone like, you know, made it happen themselves and like stapled it themselves and like, right. you know, like, you know, they spilled mustard on the back cover. <laughs> you know, like, uh, it endears it in my heart. Uh, yeah, I guess I just, that doesn't appeal to me at all. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I don't know. Like, like, the stuff that you do, that, that I've helped you with, you know, like, like I know how much time and energy got put into that to, you know, make it good mm-hmm. and to, to make sure that it turned out good. Like, that appeals to me. Like, like the, you know, like, uh, when my friends and I, we did our movie and we were going to put out a DVD, like, you know, we, we designed a cover for it. We, we thought of like extra stuff to put on the DVD to really make it worth people's time and effort to, to watch it or buy it. You try to put out a quality item. We're really focusing <laughs> on putting out a quality product. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like we were doing all that and like, uh, this buddy of ours that worked with us, he was like, well, why are you going to all that trouble? Just, you know, like, burn it to a DVD and slap a label on it. And I'm like, well, because that looks like shit. Right. And I can't get behind that mentality. Right. Yeah. And that mentality is pervasive at space. <laughs> oh, there's a lot There's a lot that looks like, you know, pseudo-professional or, you uh, know. Yeah. That's like just is, a like, step below, maybe. Yeah, but the, some of the pseudo-professional stuff is all the stuff that I was talking about earlier. Right, like, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I just don't like space. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not true. I think, like, I'm just in a bad place. Because cause I've read some awesome stuff at space. I've discovered some mm-hmm. awesome space uh, stuff at space in the previous years. It's where I first heard of, you know, Teenage from Mars. Oh, yeah. Those guys were you know, there, yeah. Feral Dalrymple, when he used to go, you know, he's a fucking amazing artist, and he puts out amazing books, Meat mm-hmm. House. You know, uh, First time I met Jeffrey Brown was at space. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I've picked up some Nate Powell books. You yeah. know, like He's always there. He yeah, loves it. Yeah. Uh, Jim Rugg, Paul Hornschreimer. Like, I met him, like, seven years ago at space. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Kurt Dins, of course. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't know that dude. Exactly. For space. You know, Brian John Mitchell. You know, I mean, there, there's good stuff at space. Mm-hmm. I know that there is. But I think just at this point in time in my life, I, I'm just so cynical about comics. 
or just entertainment in general, really, that, like, I'm just so beaten down. Oh. That it's just gotta, like, you know, fuck it all. We gotta get some cinnamon dental floss, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> soap, soap those soul holes. <laughs> well, I don't wanna, like, you know, spend an hour, like, reviewing things, but kinda run through a couple that I found that were awesome. Sure. I found that found a couple things. Like I said, I've only read maybe a dozen books out of the you know literal bag full that I right. bought. Um, um, my favorite. I'll start with my favorite. Right. Or should I start with the not my favorite? I don't care. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to read any of them. Well, okay. The Nate. Powell. Nor do I support or approve of any of them. The, well, did you buy this one, the Nate uh, Powell one? No, I did not. Okay, this one is like it's like an Ashcan uh, excerpts of like upcoming books he's doing. Right. And some of the artwork is incredible in here. Well, he's an awesome artist. I mean, I think he's, like, even getting better, though. Right. Um, uh, let me see. Yeah, just, I think this is, the last one's my favorite one. What's it called? The Silence of Our Friends? Mm-hmm. Um, wow, that looks awesome. I mean, like, he uses a lot of gray tones. Um, yeah. And then, you know, his usual, like, kind of, like, wispy ink brushwork, but, but it, it's just looking really good. I read that right before I fell asleep. I was really happy with with that. Um, and is this all from the book *Any Empire*? Um, the first half I think is, and then the second half is *The Silence of Our Friends*. And this mini comic is called *Great Caution*. He's he sold it for like two dollars, and but it, I mean it's it's pretty long for two dollars. I mean there's a right. there's a handful of pages there. So no, he had the uh, he had the placard up from *Any Empire*. Okay, so the Silence of Our Friends is... That's not even written by him. Well, then, I have no interest in that. Yeah? Yeah. You, you know, you wouldn't want to read something that he didn't write, but he drew? <laughs> like, uh, he's doing a... Apparently, he's going to draw an entire issue of uh, Sweet Tooth. Yeah, I'm done with that book. Yeah? You're done with Sweet Tooth? Yeah, uh, kind of. I thought you were going to buy in the trades. Uh probably will. Nah, I don't have anything against that, but... Um, I'm looking more forward to... Uh, any Empire, because it is written and drawn by him. Because after Swallow Me Whole, which, yeah. you know, I did not enjoy, but, like, it's something that really made me want to see what else he's going to do. What's he going to do next, right. right? So that's definitely something that I want to see. I really liked... So, and this is... But his art is amazing, yes, you're right. This one kind of surprised me. this was your me. least favorite. Um... Out of the ones I've got here, pro- yeah. it probably was, actually. Really? Well, yeah. Is it only because they're excerpts, or... Probably, yeah. Or... Yeah, I mean, like, the art is... The art might be the best art here. Right. But uh, as far as just, like, overall experience... Um, um, I was really surprised at... I mean, like, honestly, I was really surprised. I didn't expect to bring this one, but uh, Grixley... Um, this is one of the guys that was sitting at the table across from us with, uh, the girl with the yellow tights that Pat was sniffing around after. Uh, (laughs) Um, um, these were surprisingly good. Like, like they're very, like, like we talked about that genre of like experimental comics. Right. They were just like weird. And this has some of that in there, but it's like a bunch of short stories. Um, like about, like, one's, like, him talking to some old guy who's very vulgar, and one was, like, him going to see Kick-Ass at the theater, and, and and then there are some other just weird ones that get kind of experimental, and, you know, just, they fall into that category that we were talking about earlier, but there was some really funny, well-drawn stuff in here, um, by, uh, let's see, what's his name? Oh, my gosh. I can't remember his name. Um, Nate McDonough? McDonough? I don't know. 
But, uh, yeah, I was really surprised at how good that was. Um, I really liked the new Ken Mentor book, but it was his autobio thing, I'm Not From Here. Yeah. I read that all last night, and I actually literally laughed out loud, like, three times. Right. Which kind of surprised me. Uh, very funny. Um, and then, but my favorite was, uh, I bought two books by Jeff Gibbons. Um, he was one of the hot shit guys. Right. Like, pretty Jeff. Pretty Jeff, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, again, uh, I don't approve of the name. Don't approve the hot shit. Yeah, I I don't I don't like the hot shit. No, I don't like the poster that says hot shit on the wall. Nope, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, Class it up, guys. Yeah, yeah, you're better than that. You're yeah. better than seriously. That. Um, but yeah, so far it's my favorite thing. There was a uh, he he did a book called Thank Goodness for the Evening. That's a collection of his uh, web strip. Okay. Um, and then he did a book called The Purge. Um, that was like a full color mini comic. That was like three dollars. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, he's just really funny, um, uh, kind of simple, I don't know if you wanted to look at that, simple, simple, (laughs) simple drawing style, like cartoony, but very expressive and funny and just like, I don't know, just well, well written. I was really happy. Um, so far, so far those were my favorites and I've still got like, I'd say like three inches of comics to read. So I, I read a couple that I didn't like so much and. I'm not going to bother to mention those. Okay. I'm not going to point any fingers, but... Yeah, you should, uh, so people can avoid them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, I don't want to, I don't want to get them confused with okay. the good ones. Right. Plus, I didn't bring them, and I'd be like, it's a comic about a guy that talks to a soda can from... Right. Yeah, yeah. I can't even remember, but... Was there one about a guy who talks to a soda can? But, uh, but yeah, check out, check out some of those... Um, I don't know, Jeff Gibbons, pretty, pretty Jeff.com, and, yeah. I don't know, Nate Powell, and Nate Powell. Ken, Ken Minter, and yeah. check them out, look them up. Uh, yeah, and, uh, Yellow Tights. Yellow Tights, and yeah, check them out, <laughs> look them up. Cl- yeah. I think it was like Pittsburgh, little something, something Um, like L- Little Tired Comics, little or Little Tired Press. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they had some weird stuff. Yes, they did. They had a couple things I didn't like, uh, I read a couple things, but... No. I'd say the majority of what I read from them was... From what I glanced at, uh, at their table, and, uh, I know Pat picked up a couple of their things that he showed me, uh, afterwards that, uh, definitely not my thing. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very nice people. I'm sure, I it's guess. I don't know. I didn't want to talk to them. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to look. <laughs> at their comics. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was that was the majority of the the show time during both days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least uh, you know when I was allowed to sit at the table. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. caved in and let you let you sit for an hour or two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you did have a new comic, which I didn't even realize was going to be there. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I did. Monthly. Monthly. Written by. Brian John Mitchell. Written by Brian John Mitchell, rewritten by me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't rewrite it. I I killed one page, and then I merged a bunch of pages into others and uh, shortened it significantly. Yeah? Yeah. He seemed happy with it? I, I don't know about him, but I'm happy with it. He, he, said, uh, he said it was the best comic uh, he's put out in, like, this this whole year, and he thinks he thinks you should uh, win a space prize for it. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, it's hard to draw that small. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you did it, 
like four times. Because mm-hmm. uh, even when I did Cops and Crooks, I drew it at like six times the size. Right. You know. Uh, you could always draw it bigger and shrink it. I think uh, that works for him. That uh, I had to restructure it. And uh, doing that, I had to make sure that I drew it all at size. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that I would uh, get the page order right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I couldn't go crazy with uh, drawing. And I was also trying to draw smaller because uh, uh, there was a review for Cops and Crooks uh, that uh, is actually what made me want to draw monthly out of spite. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what, what did the review say? Uh, the review compared me to Jim Lee, and that's a bunch of bullshit. 90s era X-Men Jim Lee, and that is a double a bunch of bullshit. Because Jim Lee is awful. <laughs> and I am not fucking Jim Lee. Um, so fuck that reviewer. Go read fucking monthly and tell me where's your fucking Jim Lee now, you asshat. Uh, oh, oh. It is a different kind of style. Because I purposely did it in a different right. kind of style because mm-hmm. some fucking fucktard called me fucking Jim Lee. So I, like, I like Jim Lee. Fuck you. <laughs> and fuck that asshole. I even like 90s Jim Lee. I didn't want to draw this comic, I'm going to tell you that. And I think Brian John Mitchell knew that, too. Yeah. But uh, I did it out of spite. Maybe 100% that's, spite. Maybe that's your thing. That's your prime motivators. You can find the spite oh, for in that. everything. I'm not drawing anything else anymore now. Yeah? Yeah. No more comics? No, I'm done. Okay. Uh, maybe one other thing. Maybe the, two other things. Yeah. I know of one. I'm doing sure. three things. <laughs> See? It just tripled. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, one of them is for uh, Joe, because mm-hmm. I, I agreed to it, and two of them are for me. Uh, you actually agreed to do one for me. Sorry. Oh, fuck. That is four. God damn it. <laughs> I don't want to do yours either. Not too bad. (laughs) You pre-committed. It's a binding contract. Your word is your bond. God damn it. I hope I die soon. Get on all this. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, other than the show, did you have a good time in space? Uh, Other than the show, yeah, I had a pretty good time. Mm -hmm. I was drunk from uh, Friday through Sunday. Thank you, Brian John Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I... Powered my own alcoholism, you, you, too. You helped that. You definitely. Uh, and so did you. Uh, we were starting on Friday evening mm-hmm. with uh, dinner at uh, Al Capoco uh, before we hit the road. Yep. Yep. Uh, that was good times. I was drunk on my way up to Columbus. I was not. I, and you were not. You I were had, very good. I had a beer. Yep. Um, yeah, we uh, had a couple drinks during... Uh, the, show. the showtime hours. Yeah, yeah. Of course, not in the show. Of course. No, of course not. That's illegal. I went up to my room. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, Brian uh, concocted his own uh, yeah. spirits and brought them, which were had, awesome. Uh, homebrewed beer and uh, mead. Uh, the mead was good. I liked the apple mead. Uh, I wasn't crazy about the raspberry mead just because it was kind of sweet, but he says it, it's the sweetness settles down yeah. over time. So I liked them both. Um, you know, I thought they were both good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't prefer one over, over the other. I would love to have tried the, the weaponized root beer. Uh, I would have liked that as well. Uh, didn't that, isn't that the one that exploded on him? Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. became a weapon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, it, like, literally, he was attacked by his own creation, a la Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's got the scars to prove it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and the bloody, uh, bloody arm photos, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, his uh, homebrew, the the beer. Yeah, I'm not a huge beer fan anyway. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was a fancy beer. It's done with the fancy. Kind of wheat and tasty. Yeah. yeah, it's not my thing. But it was good for what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, uh, I'm sure you're more of an expert on. You know, uh, no, I'm no expert, but I, I know what I like. Yeah. And I liked it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, well, you're a beer snob. I'm a beer snob. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll I'll drink uh I'll drink some high life. You're kind of a beer snob. Though. But I would much much rather not. I would if it was up to me That's because beer snob. I don't I don't drink beer very often, so I would rather spend nine dollars on six really good beers than four dollars on six really bad beers. Right. But I think that's the definition of beer snob. Yeah. Yeah. But but if I'm drinking, if I was like an alcoholic and I was drinking like. Three nights a week or four nights a week. Right. I would I'm definitely. I'm pretty sure an alcoholic would drink seven nights a week. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I was really bad at being an alcoholic. I'm bad at everything. But I, I would, I would definitely go high life then. Yeah. But yeah, when, when I buy like a six pack every like two or three months, right. I'll totally spend nine dollars on it. I will say that, uh, the happy that I usually feel when I get drunk, uh, was not existent this time around. Oh. So I think I may be done drinking. Ooh. Wow. Um, uh, we were having a pretty good evening We Pat, uh, was, was uh, trying to get us to go hang out with, uh, Yellow Tights and her friends to, so that he tried to go get laid. And, uh, uh, that, that didn't appeal to me to hang out with, with those folks. Right. So we all... I th- as far as I knew, our plan was originally when, like, you, me, Brian, and your your two Steve friends or whatever, we're all going to go to a bar somewhere and, and drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got sidetracked and decided to watch uh, <laughs> the uh, Pee Wee Herman special that premiered on HBO on Saturday. The night we were, yeah. The uh, Broadway revival of uh, his old show. And we were lucky enough to have HBO in our room. Yeah, yeah. Sort yeah. of. It came in kind of fuzzy. It was, yeah, it was a pretty bad reception, which is weird because it's cable, it's pay, but whatever. It was a sign. We should yeah. have just not. Yeah. Uh, I bet actually what it is is the, the hotel probably has like, you know, one account. They've just spliced <laughs> it into every room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, like when we arrived on Friday, like they had the, the HBO schedule sitting out and I was flipping through it and I saw the Pee Wee Herman thing and I'd heard him on like on six different podcasts like the week before like giving interviews about it and hyping like, it up hyping it up you know like I was you know like like I was like excited he was like I've been hearing about it all week I was like let's do this I who doesn't it. like Pee Wee Herman I love Pee Wee Herman yeah. I love the original like HBF special I watched Pee Wee's Playhouse as a kid Pee Wee's Big Adventure Pee Wee's Big Come Adventure on. is still a fantastic yeah. movie oh yeah uh Holy shit, was this awful. Yeah. He drug that horse around the stage, shooting it in the brain for <laughs> two hours. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. One hour of which was uh, enough for us. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, because we assumed it was an hour. Yeah. yeah. It, but after like an hour and five minutes, we're like, oh my God. It's still going. <laughs> yeah. I had to, to look it back up in the, the schedule, and yeah, it was, uh, it was 90 minutes. Yeah. And... Uh, oh, like almost immediately, there was a song, which turned me off instantly. Because yeah, right. uh, you know I don't do that. Uh, and then it just got progressively worse. Oh. Yeah, I I think the major problem was probably he was trying to appeal to both Pee Wee 
uh, clubs, you know, his original yeah, audience, and then the and the kids, young kids now that are getting into him right. you know, through their parents, and probably. I, and that's cool. I mean, he needs that's a fun, new audience. He could have come up with better material. Yeah, he just. It was just like any joke that you remember from any movie or episode of the show. Right. He did that. He and rehashed it, it and then polished it with uh, new pop culture references. Right. Yeah, yeah it was like seeing a, a band that was popular 20 years ago reunite and then cover Lady Gaga song right. at the yeah. end of their set. Yeah. Like, that, he was just, yeah, it was, yeah. it almost got to that sad element where you're just like, right. oh. I mean, he still had it. Like, he had me at the first, like, 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. And there's just he's still great as Pee Wee. Yeah, and I'm I'm I would look forward to seeing like like he's doing a, a new Pee Wee movie with uh, Judd Apatow. Okay, and I think uh, Jason Siegel from uh, How I Met Your Mother. Which one's Jason? Siegel? Uh, Marshall. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey. who's also writing the new movie? That guy's awesome. Yeah, uh, so I guess they're all working on a new Pee Wee project for for a movie. I'm still excited about that. I would love to see that. Yeah. But, yeah, this uh, this uh, Broadway special was not good. No, it was not. And it ruined our evening. It did. It killed it. Yeah. It just, like, sucked all the energy out of us. Sobered us up. Sobered us up. Brian John Mitchell passed out in your bed. I tried to put my nuts in his mouth. Yes, you did. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, and, like, like by the time we... we Started trying to recover from it to figure out if we were still going to go out or not. I was done. Yeah. I was just like, I can't. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Did we do anything else? You guys that? went out to a bar. Oh, we just went down the hall to the yeah. hotel bar. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and then they both went home. Yeah. And like I stayed in the room and started watching Kill Bill and passed out. Uh, Kill Bill was on the bar, too. We yeah. went. Yeah. That's, that's the only reason. Like, I think we all had one drink and then we... Uh, watched white people do like their their the electric slide. It wasn't the electric slide, but it was like that that thing where white people dance the same way no matter what the beat is. Right. And it, I, I forget what songs they were, but it was just it was pretty bad. Yeah. And I had my first uh, tequila sunrise. Yeah. I still uh, don't know what that is. It's orange juice, uh, grenadine, and I guess vodka. Okay. Uh, or should, maybe it's tequila. tequila. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's tequila. Uh, it wasn't mixed very well. Like, if you drink it with a straw, it just tastes like orange juice. Right. But if you sipped it, it tasted like tequila. Right, right. So, uh, you was, should have mixed it I, I did. I stirred yeah. it up a little bit. It was pretty bad. Um, I mean, it was a good drink, but right, it was right. badly mixed. Uh, I know last year we tried to go into the uh, the nightclub there. Uh, Bowties. Bowties after the show. And, like, it was, like, the pounding... Dance music and stuff. Yeah. And like, you know, middle-aged, uh, overweight lady sitting at the bar, you know. Uh, it reminded me 100% of the, uh, the bar that was in the hotel I worked at, which is called Sugars. Sugars. Yeah. And Saturdays, Sunday nights was, was exactly like that. Uh, only they had karaoke. Ooh. Uh, karaoke contests. Ooh, wow. And, uh, you know, they, they wouldn't close till 2.30 and they'd just be pounding music all through and you'd just see, like, streams of, uh, a combination of, uh, drunk middle-aged white folk and drunk white college students. Yeah. Yeah. Depressing and fun at the same time. Um, no, not fun. No. Not fun. <laughs> I'm going to carry a Unless you. someone got rowdy and then the bar manager would have to throw someone out through the door. Oh, nice. <laughs> that happened a lot? Uh, yeah, yeah. 
uh, and uh, like like he took pride in it because the, uh, the, the like the electric sliding doors, uh, which uh, also were haunted because uh, they never stopped sliding. They open up and close. They were just night. doing. They were doing the electric slide. Yeah. they were getting into it. But uh, like like the the those types of doors mm. uh, have hinges on them, so that in an emergency you can push them open. He <laughs> would force them open with that person. Wow. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Big Italian dude. Yeah. Pete. Pete the Italian. Yeah. We didn't see any, anybody get ejected, but, yeah. Uh, your brother and your girlfriend and I had lunch at that place uh, on Saturday. Oh, Botas? Yeah. Okay. It was, uh, it was the, the only thing open. Ah. Kathleen didn't feel like uh, driving to somewhere to get something to eat. Okay. I thought you guys had lunch at the other restaurant. Uh, there. Well, I mean, we were... It was... Their kitchen, but okay, you know they just brought it to us in the bar. Uh-huh. Uh, I had an awesome burger. It's a blue cheese burger. Ooh. I love blue cheese. Yeah, yeah. Crumbly, crumbly. Mm. The meat, medium rare. Nice, bloody, bloody enough. Crumbly and bloody. Crumbly nice. and bloody. Who doesn't love it? And uh, like the the bartender, like. Uh, He's like, I'll have a burger, and I'll get some fries, and I'll have a cup of your soup of the day. And he was like, no. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, well, I mean, if you really want it, I can get you it. <laughs> it's, it's broccoli cheddar. But really, it's more just like broccoli crumbles with gravy. <laughs> Do you really want it? <laughs> It's like, yeah, doesn't sound appealing. And then, like, his boss, like, came walking through the bar. And he was like, hey, Jim, what do you think of the, the soup of the day today? And the guy just, like, was walking, just, like, straight out the door. He's like, ugh. <laughs> wow. So I appreciated his honesty. Yeah, that's, that's admirable. Because yeah. you figure if you're eating at a hotel, you're probably not going to, you know, you're not, like, a frequent customer, probably. Right, yeah. So, I mean, if you eat a bad soup, you know, then it's... Jokes on you, you know? right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's nice of him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like other than the actual show, I had I had some fun. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun little mini vacation. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The only thing for me, and like, I, <clears throat> like, because I got up at eight thirty both days and uh, spent like you know eight or nine hours there. Right. Like, I don't feel very well rested. And I've got two 10-hour days in a row here. Oh, man, I'm whining. I'm whining like a little bitch. Eh, you're fine. Um, but I feel like I'm getting a cold. I feel, right. like, I feel like a little more ran down than I should. Oh, well, you're a convention cold. Yeah, I got you're, one when we went to Chicago, too. Yeah, you're I, just, Whenever I travel, I get sick. I, I think that, like, the, the, the conventions, though, because, like, you know, I follow a ton of artists on Twitter. And, mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, people always complain after a convention that they're sick. Right. Yeah, you know, just because you're so around so many people and... You're touching so much stuff that other people are touching. Yeah, that's true. They're touching your stuff, and um, yeah, yeah. I think that's just what it is. I love it when strangers touch my stuff. Well, I know that um, <laughs> at hotels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the basement, so yeah. in the basement of a hotel. Yeah. So I think it's just that. Well, yeah, that's yeah. probably what it is. So I mean, you probably are sick. Yeah, I feel, yeah, like, but, I feel like I. Am. But but the reason is because you're at a convention. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was worth it, by golly. All right. Oh, yeah, I got to see you. I forgot one of my favorite things about the show. Um, you were cool enough to watch the table for the entire yeah, hour yeah. while I got to watch John Porcellino of King Cat fame do his uh, slideshow, talk about like 
how he's, you know, talking about, uh, the last, uh, wow, 20, uh, three years that he's, 22 years he's been doing that comic. Right. So that was really, that was really awesome. That was, that was one of the highlights of the show for me. That's cool. Um, One of my highlights was seeing you uh, get your award. I totally did. First, first place loser. First place loser? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I still, or I guess second place loser. I think it's first place. I'm the first loser. Yeah. I lost before anybody else. No, lost. wait, no, no. I figured this out yesterday. No, Brian John Mitchell is the first place loser. Okay, because he was the third place winner. Okay, right. But so, but, the, so, but there was like all kinds of losers. Uh, there was, and you were in the middle as the the, uh, the the second place loser, and then the person who won first place winner is just the winner. See, I'm gonna we'll have to agree to disagree. I, I feel like I've earned first place loser on this yeah, one because it's like it's gold. In yeah. silver, right, and then bronze. But if you were talking about losers, then bronze is the gold of losing, <laughs> and silver is just silver. Oh, okay, so either way, I'm second place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah, yeah, that was fun. That was very cool. <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking about though. I bet what happened. Um, like I really, I'm really stoked that I like I got that award. But right. I feel like if 80 people voted. Like, you know, 75 of them voted for Matt Fazell, right. and three of them voted for me, and two of them voted for Brian. Right, like, right. like, I feel like everybody that voted for me was probably, like, our friends. Like, I'm sure Brian voted for right, me, right. and Pat, and... I didn't vote for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have got first place! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Because uh, I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen to this. Fuck Matt Fazell. <laughs> just fuck that guy in the face. Fuck that guy in his stupid hat. I like his stupid hat and I like his face. <laughs> and I like his comics. I bought some of his comics. Oh, yeah, I read one of those. That was good, too. Uh, sure. I mean, it always is, though. Well, whatever. Stick figures. But it's it's funny. It's really funny. And how cool is he? If you draw one of his characters on a piece of paper on his on his table, you get a free comic. That's pretty awesome. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Uh, one of stupid stick figure comics. <laughs> well, the one he won the award for, he didn't write. He just he just drew it. Still, yeah. it's even worse. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that because they're like, "Who can I get to draw my comic?" The guy that draws the stick figures. That's who. <laughs> I can't draw it. I don't know how to draw. All I could do is stick figures. I'm gonna call him Matt Fazell. I think it's Fazell, by the way. If you're gonna insult him, better at least do it right. Yeah. <laughs> If I'm going to insult him, then I'm going to call him whatever I want. So <laughs> That's Yeah, I called him Matt Fiesel, like, cause, uh, my brother was reading his comics when I was like 10 years old. And, uh, we always, we always called him Matt Fiesel. But apparently it's Fiesel, according to him. Well, fuck that guy. But how would he know? His mispronunciation of his own name. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of any other highlights of the show for me, personally. Uh, I think was staring I, at the two chicks you, the yeah, entire show. Yeah. Uh, there were two uh, really attractive ladies uh, sitting across from us, and it was fun to watch. <laughs> uh, I'm also a lonely dude. I was. I was. One of the highlights was that Kurt Dins wasn't there, stinking up the place. Uh, yeah, that is true. He was. Uh, he was states away. Yes, he was. In, in his home state, mm-hmm. which I'm sure if we lived in Chicago, we probably would have just gone to that show. Yeah. 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 
Probably. Yeah. So, you know, no, uh, no hard feelings on that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure it was probably a more awesome show. I hope he did well. I hope he did well, too. Yes, but that's one thing we didn't mention. Space was a little slow this year. Yeah. Um, not a lot of traffic. Nope. And there was a basketball game. There was amazing weather. And there was a giant comics convention about four hours away. Uh, five, five hours seven away. Seven hours away. Seven hours away. <coughs> oh, that's right. Columbus is, Columbus is further than Dayton, isn't yeah, it? I was thinking it was an hour closer. I'm so bad with directions. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Not the ideal weekend. No. But it was still. And I think that's also it, because, like, you know, we said Nate Powell was there, but usually there's more people there, like, like, a, of his, like of a his Jim Rudd status. Or someone. And they probably all went to C2E2 instead, because yeah. why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, awesome that Nate Powell didn't. Yeah. Awesome that, uh, like, the, the Godland guy real. didn't. Uh, yeah. Keeping it real. Yeah. Godland yeah. guy. Yeah. Nate Powell. Yeah. Um,. Did you, you didn't go to any of the panels at all? I went to the awards panel. Yeah. yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Um, awesome looking chicks across the way. <laughs> One of them who I'm pretty sure was psychotic. <laughs> to the point where she might as well have just been pushing around a cart of aborted fetuses with name tags. <laughs> And waving the flag uh, and said, crazy. No comment. More so confirmed by the fact that she purposely misspelled crazy. Oh, really? Crazy. Oh, really? Did she? Oh, okay. Uh, oh, on, on her, her, on her on fictitious her metaphysical yeah. flag, yeah. I liked her artwork. I didn't, and I did, I did a trade with her, and like it was a genuine. It wasn't like get out away from me. Here's a comic, just run away. Right, yeah. Like I was like, oh cool, this right. looks fun, right. and uh, I haven't read it yet, but I like her. I read the one that Pat got, and uh, it's not anything that uh, would ever appeal to me ever anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Worse by the fact that it was also poetry. Uh, okay. Thumbs down. Not a fan of the poetry. I like I like poetry if it's uh you know, uh especially when when there's artwork with it, I can I can read it. Like some of John Porcelain's stuff is basically poetry with artwork. I don't know much about poetry. Don't know much about prose. One thing I do know I like is that Beavs and Butthead show. <laughs> That's awesome. That's Claypool. Yeah. yeah. I, be, I bet he does like poetry and prose. Oh, I bet he does. He yeah. writes prose. Yeah, he wrote a book. Yeah. I've never read it. It's not very good. I wouldn't think so. There's certain things that certain people are good at. Uh, Les Claypool. Uh, a musician. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton is an actor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's cool that you have hobbies other than oh, your yeah. profession, yeah. but... Uh, they should stay hobbies. Yeah. You, you shouldn't uh, try to force those on other people. Jeff Bridges, for example, is a painter and a musician. Yeah. We don't know that because we haven't heard it or seen it. Because I totally did not know that either. He, yeah. but every time I read an interview, he's like painting or writing yeah. music, but he keeps it to himself. Yeah, because it's a hobby. I know that uh, Jeff Daniels uh, is a musician. Yeah, but uh, I know he's got albums out, but uh, I don't think he goes around promoting them too much. I think I think there's a, I think there's a thing with famous people like they're like I'm famous. 
And, and like, they don't realize they're famous for the one thing that they're really, really, really talented at. Right. They're like, I'm famous because I'm awesome. Right. And they just start whatever they, you know, and, like, because they're who they are, you know, they can get a record deal or right. a book deal or whatever. That's but, you know, bullshit. maybe you shouldn't. Maybe yeah. you should just focus on the thing that you're that awesome you're at. Yeah. The one exception being James Kachalka. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he's awesome at the things that he does. He is awesome. Yeah. yeah but Perhaps he shouldn't try a hand at acting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't say that for sure because I'm pretty sure he hasn't. Uh, he's uh, been in some of his own videos, well, and he like, you yeah. know, one of them he acted like uh, he was Whitey in the in the video yeah. "Don't Kill Whitey," and he was pretty convincing as crazy and well, evil. I'm sure, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, you know, rock stars allowed to be in their own music videos, mm-hmm. but they shouldn't be acting. Even though you, you don't approve of the music video, lip singing their song. No, I'm fine with music videos. I, I thought you said you didn't like the music videos, even the lip singing. No. Okay. I'm fine with music videos. Okay. Yeah. I thought you just liked the ones that had told stories, but I didn't think you liked the ones where they're, like, mouthing the words. You know. Oh, that was, um, I prefer ones that have stories, but, right. you know, I certainly don't mind the lip singing Okay. Ones, I thought right? that was part of the whole, like, the, you know, like, how you didn't like musicals, I thought that oh, was part no, of Oh, no, no, that's, that's a, it's a different thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, the, the mouthing the word music videos, they're not good by right. any stretch of the imagination. I mean, you know, I, I certainly could live the rest of my life without ever seeing another Poison video. And that's, so I was yeah. going to say the hair metal is the one where I like, I really love it because it's like part of the whole, the whole, uh, style of the videos where right. it cuts back and forth from them like mouthing the words on a stage to like the story, the right, air right. quote story. That's well, cool. I mean, those are hilarious though. I mean, mm. how many times have we been over at my parents' house watching the metal videos? Oh, so cool. And it's hilarious yeah. and awesome every single time. You see their old like haircuts and costumes. Yeah. And, and even though they show like the exact same five videos every single time. Right. <laughs> you know, we'll always see the you know, Ace Freely. Yeah. Oh, know, uh, <laughs> oh, what is it? <laughs> I can't remember the song. I can't either. Uh, you know, we'll always see that. We'll always see the one Judas Priest video that nobody ever demands to see. Right. You know, the, the one on the highway. And the uh, cactuses. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll always Bark be at the moon. Bark at the moon. Uh, every time. Uh, or sometimes, occasionally, his brand new video where he's... He's a uh, spy. <laughs> a mechanical <laughs> spy. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Oh, uh, wouldn't you watch that movie? Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Ozzy's Web or yeah. something like that. That'd be awesome. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, that was space. Um, one more thing before we go. Because mm-hmm. I really gotta pee. I should probably go eat dinner, too. Yeah, it's yeah. like 11. But, uh, we, uh, on the way back home... We stopped for dinner uh, here in Dayton Yeah. to a place that I had never been to before, despite having lived a mile away from it for yeah. the past 11 years yeah. and, like, within the general area for the past 30. Uh, <laughs> that is weird. Yeah, that is yeah, weird. Yeah. The Hasty Tasty Pancake House. Just greasy... Diner food. Like 50s neon sign outside. Yeah. Like, like 50s decorations. Oh, yeah. uh, a 10 year old undercover cop served us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we know this because of her shirt said police. Yes. Yeah. 
And she did some detective work. Right, because she realized that she forgot your hot sauce. And she just walked by the table and said, Hot sauce! I'm sorry. <laughs> so it was awesome. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Totally there again. And like I said, I, I told you I owe a grat- debt of gratitude to Hasty Tasty because that's where my parents met. Yeah. Not at that location, but, no, but the one in, like, Huber or somewhere. Right, that's no longer right. there, but... So, yeah. Hasty yeah. Tasty. Thanks, bears of my sp- of sperm and egg that formed yeah. my life. Thank you. As well, for yeah. me, for my friend. <laughs> yeah, great, great food. Yeah. Yummy, yummy, yummy stuff. All right. So, uh, next week, we'll be back on a regular schedule talking about a movie. Yeah. That you're going to pick now. Right now. Well, uh, you know, as we've mentioned uh, for the last three hours, uh, <laughs> uh, there's all kinds of genres at space. Uh, one of the things that I was hoping to see that I didn't see was a good Western comic. Okay. So I was kind of in the mood to watch a, a Western movie okay. to make up for that. Can we hurry this up? You got to pee. I do. Okay, well, I was, well, long story short, I was looking up documentaries today because I was like, I want to see a documentary on the Old West. So Shorter. I found the documentary called Billy the Kid, and we're going to watch a documentary called Billy the Kid. What? Why? I, I didn't realize that there was even a... Uh, Seriously? I, I didn't realize there was cameras back then, apparently, in the Old West. But well, we're going to watch a documentary about Billy the Kid. Well, it's called Billy the Kid, and it's a documentary. So I'm assuming it has to be about the Old West. It can't be about a mentally retarded person uh, named Billy. Because, you know. I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> it's not It's not a documentary about the West, Old West Billy the Kid. It's, a, it's, a little, it's literally a documentary. But it's called Billy the Kid. It's not about the Old West at all. That was my joke that fell flat. So it's a documentary called Billy the Kid. Called Billy the Kid. Not about Billy the Kid. What is it about then? Um, it's about a guy. It's just it's like a, a it follows around a, a kind of a normal guy, but uh, well, quote air quotes normal. I think he's got some sort of mental handicaps. Uh, he, he like works at a restaurant and he uh, just does stuff. But uh, it seemed really interesting. It said it was funny too. This doesn't sound interesting at all. <laughs> One bit whatsoever. I've wanted to see it for years. I forgot about it, and uh, like I saw a trailer for it a couple years ago, but uh, I saw it on a list of documentaries today. I was looking up at work, so that's one of the I guess I won't waste a veto. <laughs> it's not a musical, even though I really want to waste a veto on this yeah. so far. Yeah, this sounds like a clunker. <laughs> what if it's awesome? I can't imagine it would be. Okay. But we're gonna do it anyway. Alright. Alright. I had to pee. Okay. Goodbye. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time.